Frank Palumbo here, Podcast Combat Sports. We've got John Dean on the line. We could talk about the return of the Whitehall Athletic Club, Whack MMA. Whack is back. Also, stay tuned after the interview because I'm going to talk a little bit about what's coming up in 2017. Hello, is John there? Yeah, this is John. Hey, John. Frank Palumbo. Hey, how you doing? Good, man. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Still busy as all hell. <laughs> yeah, just uh, just starting getting back into the MMA stuff, and uh, you know, I don't know if you know, I, I run a haunted house, which I'm still cleaning up for. That's quite a quite a task. Yeah, I, I do know about it. Uh, where, where do you have that? Um, well, this year we did it down in Danby, but it was quite a haul for anybody to kind of drive down there. Um, Danby, Vermont, it's like in the middle of nowhere, really. It's like a half hour from anything. So it, it did okay, but not anywhere near the previous years that we've had it, you know, in Vermont. Okay. So, so you're based out of Vermont? Yes. Yeah. I'm in Vermont. Okay. Just over the border, actually. So Whitehall Athletic Club is back now, huh? We are back. Yeah. Um, got got a little crazy there for a while um you know back in june there was there's a lot going on and you know that, that kind of stems from you know doing like the haunted house and stuff like that you know i, I had done so much and i put so much on my own plate um that I, I was just kind of overwhelmed and i and i had to kind of stop and take a step back and reevaluate things because i noticed the quality of my shows were kind of going down a little bit and you know i, I want to make sure that the shows are good that the fighters are well taken care of and and things like that. So I just ha- I had to take a break and uh, kind of refocus. <laughs> I, I think that there was there was a lot of talk about like the sanctioning and and uh, you know Dominic had you know when he was putting his show on there was a lot of uh, you know change going on, especially with the new laws coming in. So where do we stand now with with um, with Whitehall and and uh, you know putting on this next show? Like what like what what has changed since since the new laws uh, have been implemented in september well i'm still getting caught up on all the laws still um you know i was pushing for sanctioning before the laws um you know i i did want to keep fighter safety you know in the forefront of everything you know it's great to put on exciting shows but you know fighter safety is, has always been big with me i used to fight i don't know if you knew that you know i trained for quite a while here in vermont and uh you know i fought a couple of times so I, I know what it's like to to be a fighter and i know how i would want to be treated as a fighter and i tried to do that for the fighters you know yeah but getting caught up on the laws is going to take me a little while um i did have some help uh at least with that part at first which was great you know it was going to take a little bit off a little bit of the pressure off of me but uh i guess he's not interested anymore i haven't heard from him so <laughs> once again it's all back on me but uh we're just going to move forward. Uh, I do know that Whitehall did get their uh, pro MMA promoter's license. Um, at least that's what he told me. I, I don't like again, again. I don't really know what the laws are now, but he did show me he does have a promoter's license. Okay. So yeah, we're we're eventually going to push toward having uh, some pro shows, um, even pro kickboxing here, uh, probably in the next couple months, hopefully. Awesome. Now you guys have the have amateur boxing and do you also have pro boxing there at Whitehall? Um, I don't know about the amateurs, but uh since I've been working with them, we've had two professional boxing shows. Um 
And I can't, God, I don't know. They, I want to say they've had at least two or three more before I started working there. But I don't know about the amateurs, but definitely the pro boxing has been there before. So he's, you know, worked with the commission before. Um, now, do we have a date for, for an upcoming show? We do. Um, it's January 13th. I'm not sure how it's going to go. It's on a Friday. I've never done a show on a Friday, but uh, he said there's lots, lots of competition with other events, um, you know, especially towards uh, May and stuff like that when you've got your junior, senior proms and stuff like that, and, and people go in all those things uh, on Saturday. We want to try to do a show on Friday when it works out because I know that you know, a lot of the fighters have full-time jobs and, you know, they're amateurs. <laughs> they don't get paid for this, you know. Miss work on Friday if they're traveling, maybe miss work on Thursday to come in and do the weigh-ins. So hopefully it works out. I want to try to talk him into going back to Saturdays. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with a Friday show as long as you know it's planned accordingly. You know, especially you know by the fighters. So you know everybody's got a calendar. Yeah, Tor gets away with Friday night shows, but they don't have a full time. A lot of them anyway don't have a full time job. I guess. Maybe they do. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. but, but either way, you know, they, they miss a couple of days' work for training and cutting and, and weighing in and stuff like that. You know, they're compensated for it. Yeah. All right. So um, is everything cool over in Whitehall? Uh, now, I, I kind of ask because, you know, this is the first time that, that, that we've talked about it, but I guess things got kind of hairy there and um, – you know, there was a, there were some names thrown in, and I I couldn't even repeat them because I don't I right, don't know right. them. But um, I don't bring me up to speed on 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 this whole thing. Oh boy, where do I start? Um, well, the, yeah, there was. A big... We're uh, I lost you there for a minute. I'm sorry. Um, so I'll start over there. When it all started, there was you know a lot of backlash and stuff on uh, Facebook when, I, when we announced that we we're going to go with USMTA for sanctioning and. Um, you know, and I took it as a direct attack on me. I didn't realize that it wasn't me personally that they were attacking. Uh, something had happened. I don't want to mention any names, but, you know, two of the participants that were arguing back and forth, uh, something had happened a long time ago. Uh, I don't know what it is. It's just that they don't get along, and that's where it all stemmed from. Uh, you know, and I was kind of caught up in the middle, and, and I think that ultimately was part of the the reason I just, walked away uh you know like i said there was a lot on my plate there's a lot of pressure uh being and i'm not sure the owner knows this you know that i i, I kind of am the face of wac mma in the mma world because nobody knows who he is you know i'm the one out there making the fights i'm making the contacts you know i'm talking to people so when they think w wwf yeah okay <laughs> they're thinking of me um and basically i'm I like to call myself combat sports director because, you know, I, I kind of show and, you know, I pick the songs and and pick the order of the fights and stuff like that. I'm losing you a little bit. Oh, how's that? Is that better? Yeah, yeah, that's better. Now, I ask because, you know, I, I know that, you know, some at least one of the names I heard was was an owner. And, uh, you know, I was just under the impression that the Whitehall Athletic Club was, you know, kind of like a... Uh, like a city or a town uh, establishment, uh, is it is it a private thing or is it a municipality? No, it is privately owned. Um, it used to be, uh, it, well, he still calls it the armory. It used to be, you know, the uh, 
the armory back way back in like the Revolutionary War or whatever. I'm not really up on the history of it, but you know, it's a really cool building. Uh, but it is privately owned. Uh, he uh, used to live down either in New Jersey or New York City or whatever, but he's now moved up here and he's now actually uh, devoting more time to the building and the, the stuff that goes on in the building. Whereas previously he was down in you know New York City, New Jersey area dealing with other businesses or, or whatever it was he was doing down there. So he didn't really have the time to, uh, you know, focus a lot on the armory. So, and I think that probably is part of what, what went wrong because he he not only owns the armory, but he also owns uh, the Highline Lodge in Killington, which is where we put up the fighters that have to travel. And I hear it's a nice place. It's never been there, but. <laughs> oh, I got to check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Never been there. They tell me it's nice. <laughs> Still uh, in the summer, I'm not sure the status of that now. It was open, but I don't think it was entirely complete at the at that point. So yeah, he, he's got a lot going on, and did um, a lot to part of the problem uh, back in June or whenever it was. We have uh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to get back to the Muay Thai Association. So I, now, I believe they have become one of the few third-party sanctioning bodies for New York State. So, I mean, they should be should be cleared and, and good to go, right? Yes. Um, they, uh, I guess they were one of the ones that were, and I, I used to use the word sanctioning uh, back before it was legal, and, and I think that was part of the problem too, <laughs> part of the blow-up, because there was no legal sanctioning but they refer to themselves as a sanctioning body. So I refer to them as a sanctioning body when it's just like a regulatory thing. So they've been around a while, but there are three altogether. Uh, there's WKA, USMTA, and also a place uh, is new to me. Uh, it's called New Way. Um, and the, probably the best thing to do would be to, uh, you know, we'll go with USMTA first. Uh, the next show we'll go with New Way. And then maybe the show after that we could, check out WKA or whatever, and, and just kind of see which one fits best. Um, you know, I've worked, I, I know more of the guys behind USMTA because I've talked to them extensively, you know, before the, the new laws and everything, you know, trying to get the sanctioning. Yeah, so, yeah, New Way. Um, new Way, I, I, I kind of know from, from wrestling, they, they would put on wrestling events, and, and now, they, you know, they started putting on grappling event with, uh, you know, Ryan Ciotoli over in, gladius fights so i'm i'm kind of familiar with new way um the way the way it would work with wrestling was like if you wanted to do like like out of school like um like off-season wrestling it would be under this under the uh, governing body usa wrestling and you would have to get their insurance card and eventually you know they would go up about five or ten bucks a year and eventually it got to where um you know people would start wanting to compete with usa wrestling because it was getting a little out of hand or at least that that's my interpretation of it so in comes new way and my way and you know we start i start taking my kids and you know it's like oh well this this is um new way sanctioned so you know you have to get a new way card or nine way card so you know I'm, I'm kind of familiar with that yeah so so now they're so now they're in the uh business of mma which which is you know awesome for you know coming from wrestling you, you got a, a wrestling based company that's expanding yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, uh, not sure if uh, anybody else knows, but like I do know one of the new laws for um, MMA is that everybody now has to have a national MMA ID card. From what I understand, for now, it's free. So uh, I, if 
and if the fighters that are listening want to get registered, it's good for a year. Uh, I go on the New York State Athletic Commission site uh, or hit me up. Um, I have the link, you know, and, and get your ID while it's free. I hear it's going to go, you know, they're going to revise things maybe early next year or something, and then you're going to have to pay for it. But uh, I'm not entirely sure, but I've just been telling everybody, get it now while it's free. Better safe than sorry. <laughs> You know, I th- I think uh, other states do that too. Where you know, if you're a professional, you have to register with the state, and you got to pay a fee. And if you're an amateur, it's free. You know, other sports do this, so it's it's really not too much of a surprise. Right, right. Okay, so it may, it may stay free for amateurs then. So that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I think it will. It, you know, this is New York State. You never know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, you know, they they'll nickel and dime you until they can just see how much they'll they'll charge you for. But <laughs> uh, that's my that's my personal opinion. <laughs> yeah, I don't know much about. I grew up in Massachusetts, and there's a reason they call it Texas. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah. So, who do we have uh, for January thirteenth? Oh boy, I'm still working on the card. We've got uh... anything you can release? I'm um, sure. Um... Well, uh, you know, going back to Dominic, you know, I've never really had any problems with Dominic. He's always been a, a pretty good dude, and you know, as a fighter, the fight you can count on him. So, uh, you know, he messaged me the other day and said, "Hey, are you looking for somebody?" And so, um, they're they're you know, I, I try to trying to keep the records you know similar. And, um, I got a couple of kickboxing matches in there. Uh, one of your guys actually, Steve, I can't pronounce his last name, Gettys. Yeah, Gettys, the moose. He's going he's gonna to do Andrew Lee from um, Iron Fist MMA. Um, they may have names by now. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. But, yeah, Andrew Lee is going to do a kickboxing. Uh, let's see. Who else we got? Oh, we got Matt the Tank Boyce back. Uh, he, he's another one. Uh, good dude. Loves to fight. You know, you, you want a fighter, uh, you know, and he'll, he'll show up. And these are the kind of fighters that I kind of look to, you know, for me, you know, a lot of guys are always about record this and record that. For me, uh, it's the fighters who show up, they're on weight, you can count on them to be there, and they're going to fight. You know, they're, they're not the guys, you know, tell you they're going to fight, and then suddenly, well, something's come up, no explanation. Or uh, when I first started doing this, I had a lot of, hey, I want to fight, you know, O and O, blah, blah, blah. Great, you know, and then about a week before weigh-ins, you know, I try to keep in touch with everybody, you know, lot. I can't find the guy on Facebook, so, but uh, yeah, like people like Matt Boyce, uh, Dominic, um, you know, people like that. I really, I really look to as a as a matchmaker. They're they're guys I can count on to be there. So, are, are you just looking to recruit the local Vermont, New York guys, or are you, you're gonna try and pull from like say Massachusetts or New Jersey or uh, Montreal? Um, yes, actually, uh, I, I know the key to like drawing a crowd and stuff is local MMA fighters, but Whitehall has probably one that I know. <laughs> There's not very many local guys there, and we're really seeking the really good fighters from the top gyms now. You know, we've gone uh, recruiting to gyms in Massachusetts, New Hampshire, uh, Canada, uh, and I even had I had the fact not the last show I did. Was it, maybe it was the last show I did. I had a group of guys come all the way up from North Carolina to fight. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're reaching all around, just trying to find the the uh, that we can. And, and one thing that I've always liked to do 
which goes back to, you know, being a fighter and, and knowing how I'd want to be treated is, you know, with amateurs, they don't get paid. A lot of these guys are looking to go pro eventually. So I want to get them the recognition, you know, kind of get their name out. So I'm, I'm working on ways to do that. I even have uh, connections to some pro uh, – <laughs> some pro MMA venues that have hit me up looking for fighters. So, uh, you know, if I can help an amateur go pro and put them in one of these bigger organizations, well, then I feel good about that. It's for them, really. Yeah, I really like that. You know, I have this podcast so that, you know, these local guys who are very talented and, you know, can go places, you know, they maybe get used to getting a microphone pointed at them and then they got to talk into it you know because everyone knows it's it's a huge part of the uh, part of the game nowadays oh yeah definitely if you go to bellator or ufc you know you, you've got media days and, and you've got all these commitments now aside from just training now you have to go sit in front of a microphone for however long answering questions and, and, and stuff like that so you know and, and it'll kind of help get them used to it and like what, what dominic was doing when he was with us I really liked that, that he was going out to the gyms uh, and doing live interviews and kind of getting the exposure for the gyms and the fighters, you know, get them some recognition. That was, that was really cool. Yeah. Well, if you want, I got a couple more guys that, uh, you know, I got, I got a few of uh, Sheldon Cole's Killer Bees. Oh, nice. Yeah, they show up to fight. They do, yep. Uh, Sheldon Cole, uh, he's a good dude. I know me and him, uh, when we first met, kind of, didn't quite get along, but, you know, we, we kind of squashed that, which is good. You know, I like Sheldon. He's funny. And, uh, you know, he, he's got some good fighters. And uh, I, I always love having his team around. And uh, let's see, who else do we have here? I've, that's it. I mean, I've got, I don't really have everything confirmed yet, but, uh, you know, it's going up on Tapology as I uh, as I work on it. And I've had to make a, make a few changes so far because, the new laws and stuff, uh, you know, it used to be you could put somebody with four fights against a debut. Uh, I never liked doing that, but sometimes that's all you can get for somebody. But um, and I'm not sure as far as laws go, but personally, if you, you know, they have, they have the two divisions now. Novice is under three fights, and advanced division is now three fights and over. So as a personal thing, whether it's law or not, if you have one or two fights, you're only or no fights, you're fighting somebody in the novice division with you, somebody with two fights or less. Um, if you have three or more fights, then I'm going to find somebody with three or more fights. So that way they're both in the same division. You know, I don't want anybody with like six fights fighting a debut. That would just be silly. <laughs> yeah. So I got one more question about the fighters. So when um... – I don't know what to say about uh, about what happened over the summer. I guess when <clears throat> when Wack kind of took a step back, you had a couple of champions. Uh, are those guys retaining that title as champion and invited to come back and and uh, reprise that role of of champion, or are you just kind of starting fresh? And uh, you know, will there be any title fights coming up? Um, all all the champions. Um at least the ones that I've been able to get a hold of are retaining uh, their titles. Uh, Blair West, he's from uh, Durham, Ontario. Um, he's our 125-pound champion. 
uh, Bobby Sullivan, who is also from the same team, Inception MMA up in Durham, Ontario. He's gone pro now, so he vacated the heavyweight belt. Uh, Brett Trahan has been our 175, 170-pound champion for a, year, a couple of years now. I don't. I think he might even have been the only one. Um, so you know, I keep in contact with him, and, and uh, I'm going to see if he'll defend later this year, probably March or midsummer or something. Um, but um, mostly, yeah, they're they're all retaining them. There's a couple guys who have vacated, and uh, so I think what I I prefer to do in that situation is to set up tournaments. Um, the way we used to do it was we had a one night tournament for the heavyweight championship. Uh, we're not going to do that. Really not a safe thing to do. Um, but you know the 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 fighters wanted to do that, which is why I agreed to it anyways. I, I had a few of them mention it and you know i talked to a few of the guys and they're like wow that sounds cool old school like <laughs> stuff so they were so oh, yeah. let it go and and, and now they, they wouldn't even sanction anything like that anyways but you know a multi-event tournament like say uh march have round one and then the winners from that meet again in the next show and then you know like that and the shows the way he likes to do it is six shows a year so that gives us plenty of time between shows to kind of build the card and give the fighters uh, time to train. So if somebody fought for me in January, then they can come back in March. You know, they'll have enough time to recuperate and maybe put on another small camp or whatever, um, provided they don't get knocked out or or anything like that because of the, you know, the medical suspensions now. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yes, definitely. It was, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of guys, uh, you know, they fight on one show, they get knocked out. Two weeks later, they're on another show and, it's uh, it's not good for you. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Uh, I've I've had the misfortune to to see that a little bit, and um, you know, want to go and pull somebody aside, but it's not really my place. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm not gonna. Yeah, you know, and I, I know there was some stuff going on, you know, between promotions and stuff like that. But um, you know, I I prefer. And I think it would benefit, you know, the fighters and all the other promotions if we all just work together. You know, if, you know, if I see that somebody is doing a show uh, two weeks before or two weeks after or anywhere near one of the shows I want to do, you know, I, if I can see their card, see who's on it, I will not touch those fighters. I won't ask them, you know, to fight for me two weeks before them or two weeks after them, you know. Because I, I feel like messing with other people's cards is very beneficial to anybody. You know, I mean, I would prefer to have a promotion come to me and say, Hey, you know, I need a fighter for this date. Do you know anybody? Yeah. You know, here's this guy. And, you know, I think that benefits not only the fighters, but also the promotions to be able to work together like that. Yeah, man. Agreed. 100%. I, uh, been putting, I've been working a little bit, putting together, what I like to think of is, is like a little ranking system for for our area, and that's that's why I had that question about about the champions. Right, right. So you know, I if I if I had known that you know somebody was uh, a Whitehall champ like Blair West, I have him on here. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I'm basically working my way through topology. So if I see this title fight, and obviously they won, then you know I I put that down like a like a little asterisk so uh, I, I know where to place them. So oh, okay. you know, maybe if I can get this thing out by the end of the year and 
it'll be a it'll be a cool thing that for for all the promotions to at least have an idea of you know who fights and and who who shows up you know because a one and oh guy or an oh and one guy you never know if you can depend on them to to come through but if you see someone who's got 15 fights you know they they show up back in june and stuff when it was going on i, I probably could have reworded it different it maybe sounded like we were talking down to some of the people which we weren't um you know i, I kind of started to shy away from the o and o independence because these are guys who are like a lot of times not every one of them but you know sometimes they're like you know I want to try to fight, you know, this looks like a lot of fun. So they'll train and then they'll get close and they'll realize, you know what, I'm about to get punched in the face. And I don't think I like that, you know? Um, And so they back out. And if you come from a legitimate school, you're prepared to go in there. Uh, You know, when I was training for a fight, my coach would not let me, you know, I told him like two weeks after I was training, I was like, I'm going to get my head kicked in. And he's like, no, I don't want you saying that. He's like, I want John Dean getting in the cage saying I'm going to control the pace. I'm going to, you know, have the confidence in myself and know what I'm doing. And him being my coach, he knew when I was ready. You know, I had the fighter mentality, which kind of goes back to the guys jumping on cards every two weeks. I want to get in there and fight. I want to get in there and fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of, you know, unless I know you're going to show up, it's it's kind of hard for me to, to want to give you a fight because, you know, it, that hurts a lot of us, really. I mean, here we are, kind of up in fight, like you said you were, and now you backed out. The, the show's down one fight, and I could go on forever. Yeah. Just basically prefer, uh, if you're going to be an O and O, I prefer to work with uh, a coach because they know when their when their fighter is ready to step in the cage. Yeah, agreed. Actually, you know what? Um, going back to the owner and. Uh, taking care of fighters. Something was mentioned last year uh, and again this year, and we're going to work on it. I probably shouldn't say anything in case it falls through, but um, at the end of the year, we're trying to plan, you know, like in December, some sort of banquet or something, invite the fighters over to the armory. No fu- no fights, you know, just come over, have a banquet, like an end-of-year celebration thing as, and as a way of saying thank you for fighting for WAC. You know, cool. You know, back to the it goes right back to the fighter recognition and the appreciation and things. You know, uh, I don't know about anybody else, but I've always made a point, and I don't know if people notice this, but um, I have always made a point when guys fight to meet them after the fight as they walk out of the cage, shake their hand and say thank you or something. You know, fight anything to acknowledge. You know that I appreciate what they just did. Yeah. No, man, pe- people appreciate those things, you know, they, you know, that personal contact. Yeah, it may not be a lot, but it's, you know, at least something saying, hey, man, thank you for, you know, let them know that I appreciate them. So I had uh, one more question. Sure. Uh, on my very first episode, I had Andre Belcaris as, as my guest. And we were talking about, I, th- I think he, he had a fight coming up in, in Whitehall. So I asked him if he had heard a rumor about the Whitehall Athletic Club. I know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I got to ask you, and you know, you don't have to answer, but um, what's what's on the top floor? I've never been on the top floor. Uh, I've been to the second floor, but and that's where like the balcony is, and there's some nice rooms upstairs. There's actually a little private bar area. Um, floor in the turret. I've never been up there. I, I don't know what goes on up there, uh, <laughs> if anything at all. <laughs> 
<laughs> hope I hope I right. around long enough so if something is going on up there, at least I get invited so I can be in part of the in crowd, but <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave a little bit of mystery. I've never seen it, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, neither have I. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, he... around and, and nobody, nobody, nobody seems to know, so. <laughs> that makes me a little bit more interested. I know. I'm intrigued. I got to find out. All right. You, uh, you got anything else, or you want to, you want to close it out? I think. Uh... How about Facebook page? Oh yes, Facebook page. Uh, I rebuilt it. Um, it's uh, now the official WAC MMA on Facebook. Uh, it should be uh, if search for it by by name. It's WAC MMA and Combat Sports because, uh, like I said, we want to do some kickboxing and uh, also some Muay Thai. Uh, you know, because they got the boxing ring, that the, the pro boxing ring and stuff like that. So, you know, he wants to kind of use that. And, uh, plus, you know, I'm, I'm a kickboxer. I've always, I've been a striker my whole life. Uh, I'm okay grappling, but you know, kickboxing is my bread and butter and, and I love watching kickboxing. And, uh, you know, as, as a fan of that, you know, I really want to see some pros, you know, so, <laughs> ringside, not on TV, you know? And, uh, you know, I, I really like the stand up game and, and, uh, if you've ever watched lion fight, it's some brutal stuff. Yeah, Absolutely. That Facebook page got your contact information in case anybody wants to seek you out and you know look for a matchup. Uh, I don't know if it has my phone number, but uh, I will give you my personal phone number. Uh, fighters who are looking to fight, coaches that are looking to get their fighters on there. Um, it's eight zero two five five eight one eight three seven. Or uh, you know, I'm not sure how Facebook works. You can probably find me from the WAC page. If not, it's just John Dean on Facebook. Uh, pretty common name so there's probably a bunch of me just <laughs> well i'll put a link in the show notes for for the podcast yeah i'm working on getting my own whitehall athletic club email address I, I don't know if it's functioning yet so i can't really give that out but as soon as i do i'll shoot you a message through facebook um you can put that on there or, or whatever I'll, I'll attach it to the uh, wac facebook page awesome all righty well thank you very much all right, John. Thank you very much. And uh, I, I may not, I may not be able to make January thirteenth because we got, you know, I'm I'm right in the middle of wrestling season. But man, I'll be following along, you know, as as close as I can on on online. And uh, you know, I'll definitely contact you. Yeah, uh, should be good. All right. Thank you very much. All right. You're welcome. Thanks. Bye. Right, bye. All right, and there you have it, John Dean from the Whitehall Athletic Club. Whack is back. Whack MMA and combat sports. So I'm going to throw a link to his contact information, that Facebook page, uh, right in the show notes. So if you guys listen on a smartphone, you know, just hit the little menu button, check out the full details, and there you go. You got all, all your contact information for Whitehall Athletic Club and John Dean, matchmaker and promoter. All right, coming up 2017, here are the upcoming events. January 22nd, we've got the Grappling Industries Grappling Tournament in Montreal, New York. That's January 22nd. Extreme Combat is currently scheduled for 10 dates in 2017. we got February 4th in Lindenville, Vermont. We've got Rutland, March 25th. We have Barrie, Vermont, April 22nd. St. Albans, May 13th. Burlington, June 10th. 
Rutland again, July 15th. Williamstown, August 5th. Barrie, Vermont, October 7th. Rutland, November 11th. And then December uh, 16th, back in Burlington. Uh, some more grappling. We got the Global Grappling League in Ithaca, New York, February 11th. There's an MMA uh, judge training course that's ABC certified. Uh, that's going to be in Cortland, New York, February 18th. So if you want to be trained as, as a judge, uh, you can attend that. Just hit me up for details. I'll let you know. Then Naga is coming to Albany. That's March 4th. Sometime in April, we got the Vermont Open Grappling Championships. That's That'll be in Winooski, Vermont again. And uh, I am slated to have that beach wrestling tournament again probably in August uh, this summer. And more details on that as it comes. So, as always, if you guys have any news, you guys want to call anybody out or make any announcements or announce any fights, you know, just want to talk MMA, hit me up, let me know, and I'll get you on the podcast. In the meantime, follow me. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's PCS MMA. You can subscribe on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes, PCS MMA. That's Podcast Combat Sports. Thank you very much, and keep training, guys. Ciao, Tori.